Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. On Wednesday, President Joe Biden traveled to a former coal power plant in Massachusetts and announced new executive actions aimed at combating climate change. As president, I have a responsibility to act with urgency and resolve when our nation faces clear and present danger. And that's what climate change is about. It is literally, not figuratively, a clear and present danger. But Democrats and climate activists were disappointed with the president's actions, which come after major climate legislation on the Hill has stalled. Last week, Senator Joe Manchin effectively killed any major climate or energy provisions from being part of Democrats' reconciliation package. And since then, a lot of progressives and Democrats have called for Biden to declare a climate emergency, which would give him new executive powers that could help him accomplish some of his climate agenda. But so far, Biden has held off on doing that. To understand why he hasn't declared a climate emergency yet, and what these latest executive actions will actually do, we check in with Politico Zach Coleman. It's Thursday, July 21st. So Zach, President Joe Biden announced some small steps on Wednesday to address climate change as his agenda has stalled on Capitol Hill. So can you lay out what exactly he announced? So he said he is going to direct the first ever Gulf of Mexico wind energy area. So this is basically streamlining permitting for offshore wind across 700,000 acres in the Gulf of Mexico that the White House says could produce enough energy to power 3 million homes. They also laid out $2.3 billion through a FEMA program to bolster climate resilience in communities across the country and issued guidance that would make it easier for low-income residents to purchase air conditioning, which, as we know from the extreme heat that this country and even Europe is under right now, is only happening more often and at higher temperatures. And how would you characterize these moves altogether, what they mean as the president has these goals, he wants to reach 100% carbon-free power by 2035? I mean, are these just kind of repackaging of things already in motion, or is there new stuff here that could really help them out? Well, let's look at what our own publication called it. In our headline, we said it was modest. I think at one point we also had small bore in our morning brief on what was going to be announced. And then you can look across the climate space. 350.org called it climate baby steps. And Bill McKibben, who is a climate luminary, also called it small bore. I mean, this has not been the reaction that the Biden administration was hoping for. It is modest. It is not saying that we don't need this stuff to happen to get there for these climate goals. But coming on the heels of these enormous defeats to his agenda in the Senate and in the Supreme Court, people were expecting more. You, they walked right into a big conversation that was happening in activist space and in democratic circles about declaring a climate emergency. Even lawmakers from his own party want him to do that, which would give him broad powers to do a whole bunch of things. And yet they come out with this. And it was not satisfying to a lot of people who are really 
energize on climate. Yeah, for sure. And to the best of your understanding, do we know why Biden didn't actually declare a climate emergency as expected? And would you say it's still on the table? Well, let's think about why it was expected. I mean, there was a story that broke in the Washington Post late Monday evening. And there are a lot of factions within the administration. There are people who come from the progressive space, people who come from the more moderate democratic establishment space. So we don't know who put that out there. Now, is it actually far along? We don't really know. I think that what we can best surmise from this being the actions that these were the first things out the door seems to suggest that the Biden administration was not yet ready to announce its full-throated plans for how it planned to get to its 2030 climate goals. Because read between the lines, they must have been surprised by when Joe Manchin walked away from the legislative option. If you anticipated that things were winding to a conclusion, that things were going to end, you probably have more headline-grabbing ideas out there and ready to go for Joe Biden to come publicly and speak about climate at this kind of event. One thing I kind of picked up in talking with people on this too is if he did declare this emergency, it would maybe create this like era of expectation that you might have to do things that at this moment could be politically very volatile. Do you think there's something to that as well? They kind of just realize what kind of minefield they might be walking into? Yeah, I think there's certainly a political element here where gas prices are still high, although they are coming down. I think there are people within the Democratic Party who want this climate emergency declared and they see inflation cooling a little bit and are hopeful about that. But yeah, it would seem maybe a little bit tone deaf because it plays into Republican arguments that the Biden administration's energy policies and climate policies are going to raise oil prices and gas prices. Now, look, we know that it's very possible to reduce emissions and have economic growth. That has been happening. Our economy has been growing while our emissions have declined 21% since 2005. So those arguments that addressing climate change is going to harm the economy are just unfounded. But you do have to wonder about how the actions are framed within the current political context. You have midterms coming up. Biden administration has already been sensitive to using executive powers. So you have a whole bunch of factors as to why they might not want to use this authority. And again, a little untested in the area of climate as well. So we don't know exactly whether they've gone through all the legal vetting at the White House counsel's office or even at the agency counsel offices to make sure that they know what they can do with those authorities. And, you know, look, you raise questions about the politics here. You know, you're on Capitol Hill all the time. What are you hearing from Democrats on the Hill, even Republicans on the Hill about maybe they're looking for this opportunity for hitting Biden on a climate emergency? So what are you hearing? Yeah, for sure. As recently as Wednesday, when we all found out actually there wasn't going to be a climate emergency. I still had Democrats telling me that that they expect him to still do it and were surprised he isn't. We saw a number of Democratic kind of climate hawks like Sheldon Whitehouse, Brian Schatz, Martin Heinrich. These are guys who we know can talk about climate and are passionate about the issue. And they still want him to do that. And I think part of that is, is maybe it relieves some pressure on them as they're continually asked about somehow reviving the climate pieces of reconciliation. And yeah, they know that that authority really unlocks a lot of of possibilities. On the Republican side, yes, they were very eager for Biden to do this. And I think 
the fact that he didn't had them maybe stumbling a bit on how to respond because they were responding to pretty small bore stuff. So it's hard to say, oh, Biden's totally upending the economy as we know it. But yeah, it was interesting, though, to kind of just see people struggle in real time to like recalibrate to what actually happened. Also, on Wednesday, the U.S. Postal Service said it plans to roughly double its purchase of electric vehicles as part of a broader plan to upgrade the nation's fleet of mail trucks. The announcement comes after the Postal Service original plan received criticisms from the White House, EPA, and Democrats in Congress, and after multiple lawsuits from blue states and environmental groups were filed to block the acquisition of thousands of gasoline-burning trucks. For context, under the Postal Service original plan, the agency maintained that its hands were tied by financial constraints and it would purchase more electric vehicles if given more funding by Congress. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morning energy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.